Welcome to Hillside Diet. Thanksgiving stinks. Being old is awesome. I believe twins should be separated at birth. The Bachelor is the perfect way to find love. Adults who like Disneyland are deeply unwell. Welcome to another episode of Hills I Die On. Today is a history-making day on the podcast because today we've got not one but two heroic writers in our midst uh, who occasionally write together and sometimes separately. Uh, together, they recently penned this summer's must-see comedy, Joyride. Can't wait to get into it. Uh, I'm very excited to have them both on the pod to die on not one but two hills, both hills that neither of them agree with, which is going to make things extra interesting. Please welcome to the podcast, uh, Cherry, Chief of Prophet Dumrong, and Teresa Shao. Yay! Yay! Hi. How are you Hi. doing? Good. So good. So good. Teresa, did you literally get back in America last night? I got back last night. Yes, that's correct. And how are you feeling? I basically got back just for this podcast, Taylor. So no, you, don't put that on absolutely. me. <laughs> I absolutely did. I came out like, I need to be in the United States tell you about my hill so you know, and i'm just i'm just thrilled to tell you that it, it was worth your time totally worth your time i'm I excited <laughs> i'm gonna make sure to put all that pressure on it's gonna send me into labor i'm doing like three weeks and if oh, God. Does it, then it's absolutely <laughs> worth your time <laughs> Teresa's here to deliver my baby uh oh my God, in, if it happens like, right now during this pot i mean like i'm excited like let's it, go baby's it, just just really. a little frame there i'm just you know? gonna i'm just gonna bring this with when we get in the car and we're just gonna like right. do this as my husband panic drives to cedars yeah yeah great <laughs> i'm just glad we're on the same page um wait you were in copenhagen i was in copenhagen just now yes and i think it's the best city in the world oh yeah, yeah. Just there for fun. i was just there for fun yep cherry have you been I've been. It's awesome. Oh, amazing. But you didn't go together. We did not go together. But this this is something we agree on. Yes, we Copenhagen's Great. Copenhagen rocks. Yeah. <laughs> not the hill, but good that both. I no one's dying on a Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no one dies in Copenhagen because everyone in Denmark is happy and well fed and they have great social services. Yeah. They die yep. of ocean. It's mm-hmm. Viking culture. Like mm-hmm. That's so rad. And so you're here for one day and then you're, was this the plan all along that you're going back tomorrow? No, it was not the plan all along, but basically um, I was traveling with a friend and she ended up getting tickets to Noma last minute, um, the restaurant that is closing this year. And so- That's um, like the most famous restaurant like in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. And so she was like, you have to come back. And I was like, well, okay. Um, (laughs) yes yes never done anything like this before um but I figured if there's one time to do it it is now when I don't have a job to yes when you don't have a job but you guys just are coming off a summer where you just had a hit movie go to theaters with like uh, every iconic actor in our in our great land so I think you deserve the treat and I think you should bring Terry Listen, I used to be part of a writing duo and people like didn't understand when we didn't like live together. So that's what's- Wait, okay. okay. That's the thing that happens, right? So that's a normal yes. thing that happens because literally, literally people fully, there was definitely a window of time where people fully thought we were roommates. 
like 100%. full stop and like sending each sending things to the other one's house or whatever but like but then also <laughs> asking like and can we send like Teresa's thing also to your house and I'm like no because she, she, she live doesn't here. live here yeah, yeah right <laughs> we aren't <laughs> married or roommates or yeah we actually live pretty far apart yeah okay yeah. okay so this this happened to you okay so this is a thing very like, much very much and truly right. I wasn't I realized I caught myself I wasn't kidding being like so Teresa on vacation cherry go too and then was like, oh no oh no <laughs> sneak me in I'll, I'll slide into Noma right before it closes you know yeah, exactly she's like I wasn't invited I would be there but I wasn't invited Ooh, let's take that to hell let's Ooh, that's, that's, that. that's getting spicy uh, also how long was your friend on the wait list for this restaurant isn't it one of those um, ones that's like 5,000 people wait list I watched yeah today, I know, yeah I think, I, know I, think, everything. I think um I think because she is a little bit famous I think she got in um based to to so that we were able to get in but there's no way that like a normal person can get in oh incredible extra fun are we gonna get a name drop I, I like I I don't even know because I, I feel like I'm gonna jinx it if I say oh, it and then all what? of a sudden I'm gonna fly to Copenhagen for no good reason oh, and no. it's horrible yeah Listen, I, I I firmly believe if your restaurant reservation gets canceled, you're still gonna have fun Copenhagen part two. That being said, we're not gonna jinx it. But by the time this comes out, I hope that we can go to your Instagram and see some spoilers of you at this dinner with said celebrity who we now know to contact directly should we ever need to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I need everyone to know that I am not. I'm. Not, I can have no weight to pull at to get tickets to Noah. <laughs> it was not me but you are an available friend who can turn things around and travel internationally at a moment's notice absolutely yes <laughs> fantastic um cherry have you done any fun travel this summer nah <laughs> i have i have a very sensitive cat who who doesn't Aww. like to be left alone and has to have his teeth brushed every night it's a whole thing so it's, it's more difficult to travel Okay, now I have to ask you, is that a thing? Because whenever we go to the vet, they're like, here's how you should brush Penny's teeth. And I'm just like, I'm not going to do that. But yeah. I should be. Well, I don't know. I mean, his teeth are very bad. So we we basically have to do it. And they're still bad, even though we do it every day. So it's like, they're just barely <laughs> hanging on. Some of them aren't hanging on. Some of them have come out. So oh, like, no. <laughs> Poor sweetie. What's, yeah, what's but anyway. Name? Uh, Robert so it's oh. it's it's harder it's harder to it's harder to to travel at a moment's notice <laughs> that's that's fair you have to take into consideration Robert and the fact that his name is Robert is very perfect and it sounds like you uh -huh. are absolutely doing the right thing yay thanks okay so we're all three cat people here on the oh great oh I love it. And, a safe okay, space yeah. and Tracy yes okay that. lovely I have a cat yes her name is Kiwi and it's, and Kiwi is thriving independently she is thriving because right now she's living uh, with my parents in Boston. Oh, um, hell yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So she Grandparents, was, babysitters, we love exactly. them. Exactly. She's being babysat right now, um, which she has been babysat for the last four months. She's bicoastal. <laughs> she's a bicoastal cat. Incredible. It sounds like she takes after her mother. Exactly, exactly. Got to talk about joy. How has the summer been? Are you guys so happy? I mean, it turned out so freaking well I can't imagine how fun it must have been writing shooting everything yeah it was, the summer was yeah yeah go, go ahead <laughs> it was just like, oh, chaotic and fun basically was yeah was, 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 was basically the entire first half of the summer like leading up to it coming out yeah it was uh it was the first time 
um, that, you know, we'd, we'd done a lot. I mean, first movie, you know what I mean? So it's, it's like yeah. kind of a big deal. So it was very cool. Huge deal. So it's both of your first movies that you had produced. Produced and written or written to get produced, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, and sh we shot it and we were there, obviously as producers, we were there the whole time too, from oh, prep stage all the way to, to shooting and then in post. And so it was, um, a lot of work, you know, <laughs> that's something that you don't really think of. You're like, oh, you write a movie and then you just go away because most times when writers write movies, they just write the movie and then they go away and the director, you know, does all these things to it. And by go away, they fire you immediately. Yeah, yeah you, get fired, <laughs> you get fired at some point. Uh, yeah. But because we were there as producers, we were just part of it the whole time. And so learned a lot uh, through the entire process, especially working with Point Grey, which is Seth Rogen's production company. They were really oh, great yeah. in terms of kind of like shepherding us through the process. Um, but yeah, you know, fucking making a movie is no joke. Uh, we like lost years of our lives. We, so we don't amazing. have, they're, they're gone. They're just gone. <laughs> I don't think they're gone. They went into this very awesome project. They went into the movie. The yes, okay. exactly. Shorter. That's yes, we will live shorter, but the movie will hopefully live for <laughs> we'll a long live forever. time. <laughs> unless the streaming services decide to pull it off for no reason because they don't sure. want to pay residuals. And then we will happens. live shorter again from the anguish. From the because, stress yes. of that. That's so so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. There's some new doc on Netflix that I have not watched yet, but it's called like A Hundred Years, like places... So blue places to live, to live where people live past 100. And they are all very much like beautiful places in nature where no one does anything revolving around TV or film. Right. <laughs> like, ah, oh, oh, you mean there's no stress? And there's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, is that thing? Oh, maybe we should like, get away from oh, all of this wonder. Stuff? Yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the constant fear of losing my home for the last 120 days isn't good yeah. for heart and soul. I'll, 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 mm, I'll mm -hmm. yeah. about that. Um, yeah. wait, you, guys, you guys filmed in 2020, didn't you? We filmed 2021. Oh, great. Okay, so you were so it wasn't deep pandemic. It was. It wasn't deep pandemic. It was. It was slightly lighter pandemic, but it was, it was still pulled back. It was still you, you know, know testing they had the, they all had the, the time. masks and all yeah. that stuff. I can imagine that added um, beautifully to the zen of being upset. It actually, it legit. I came back with like because of having like worn a mask for like months straight, you know, for like all day, every single day, I came back with better cardio. Like I could go upstairs and like, not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even joking. I was just like, my lung capacity is better from breathing through this thing for months. I was just like, I'll take it. It's fine. That's incredible. So it actually, you actually will live longer. So that maxed out. You know, it that. balanced, wait, it, wait, it took some things down, but then it gave some things. So yeah, who knows? That's incredible. And also funny, I noticed that recently because we were so religious about wearing them all the time. And now I've gotten into like, I still wear them on the airplane because I get, or at least in the airport too, because I get anxious. And I mean, on top of being pregnant, where like my lungs are like in my throat right now. Because oh, right. They're smushed. Yeah, oh. Everything's like super <laughs> and then putting the mask on, I was like, I cannot breathe like at all. Like I was like, this is comical. I was I'm literally in the airport just going. <gasps> like, oh, no. <laughs> is there a specific day on the set that you guys remember as being one of the most fun? Well, I always lean towards. Oh no 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 go go no go. no I know <laughs> I know no I know what you're she knows say. what I'm gonna say she okay. knows what I'm gonna say I lean towards K-pop day because it was like dancing and it was like a concert so and they just fun. you know they did the choreography like a million times and we were all just like super super hype watching them like that genuinely was a day where 
you know, obviously we were working, but it felt very much like not like work. Like it literally felt like we were at a BTS show. So that was awesome. <laughs> so rad. And did you learn the choreography? I, you know, after watching it, like a lot of times, there were some things I'm sure that like we, we could do if we were, if we were forced to, but like the thing that we got much better at was like during editing, we eventually just memorized the whole movie. Like we could just like recite it like word for word, like <laughs> as fair. if it was a that's play. Fair. So there's, yeah, that's, there's, there is no way that I would have been able to be on set though, without like being like, all right, another run through of rehearsal. And <laughs> just so right. that I could learn the dance. They're like, yeah, right, this is why writers. <laughs> Teresa, what was yours? Um, you know, honestly, day one was a really, it's funny because we, that we shot what, what ended up being the sort of post train scene where they're on the side of the road and they're kind of just bopping around. And it was a really interesting day because obviously no one had well, worked bopping around. They're, they're fucked up. Like that's a fun and they're scene. All, they're yeah. all mm -hmm. fucked up. Uh, Stephanie is pulling Coke bags out of her asshole. Um, but <laughs> We just found at in that moment, they were so funny. And again, it was day one, but just some of their improvs were so funny. Like her saying, it's not a bop, it is my asshole was like a, a total improv. Oh, hell and yeah. we like, oh, we have something here. So I think just knowing that, um, obviously like we had, we had jokes for them. We wrote a bunch of jokes and alts yeah. for them on that day. And then realizing it's like, oh, we get free jokes from them because they're all so funny. Uh, as actors, that was like a really nice kind of learning of like, oh, we're going to be okay because our actors are incredible. That's awesome. They also had just like incredible chemistry. Oh, yeah. Also, mm -hmm. longtime Sherry Cola fan. Absolutely love seeing her just like crushing this summer. It was yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's yeah. the summer of Sherry Cola. Absolutely. It, absolutely. And nothing is more fun than going to the theaters and seeing people that you love personally being like, they did it. They're good people and they did it. Right. It's like, yeah. You know, it's oftentimes <laughs> someone adjacent who you're like, yeah, they were a dick once at a thing. And, uh, <laughs> and you're, like, oh. you're like, no, it was Shay and she's the greatest and she's doing it. And look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny like even like my mom being like is that our friend sherry it's like oh my god i love <laughs> people just being so excited that this person who everyone knows is just like kind and works hard and mm -hmm. is so freaking talented is getting her uh much deserved time in the sun i also have to know which of you had to or got to uh ask stephanie if she was cool doing full frontal <laughs> Well, that's not her. Um, so no, no, okay, okay, stage Vijay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. We had an amazing. Uh, we had an amazing <laughs> double. But you know, she uh, she got the script. She knew that uh, there was going to be a reveal. Yeah. Um, and um, we got a wonderful body double to play her uh, nether regions. Amazing. How was yeah. that audition? You know, uh, that was a very closed audition. I don't believe either of us were there uh, because we yeah, were, I think, keep it small. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, true. Well, they keep it small and, and, and Stephanie, you know, Stephanie gets to gets to choose. So I think, yeah. So oh, was I was like just going to ask that. Does Stephanie yeah. get to say who plays yes. her vagina? Yes. So really? Stephanie gets to say, and then, and then we met her Felicia on the day. So yeah, yeah, we were, we were like, we don't need to be part of this. We're not going to, we're not going like, to fight for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would make me happier than you two splitting up over controversy over which vagina is funnier on camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, destroying the psyches of these people who are right. like, I'm just trying to make some cash. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just trying to punch the scene, and so one vagina clearly funnier than the other. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this vagina has the it factor, and the other yeah. just doesn't. It just pops, you know. I don't know why. <laughs> 
<laughs> but whatever. But whatever. I mean, if you think the other one, let's just do it. But you know, if it doesn't land, that's on you. Right. I, <laughs> so is that not how casting sessions go? Exactly. <laughs> in general, that's yeah. Really the executives funny. actually believe in yeah. This is so funny. <laughs> I I literally just today dropped um these as uh, a Steven Schneider episode where he was talking about doing his own full frontal it's like the summer of full frontal on righteous gemstones and how they were like so lovely about it and and wanted to be like and if you want a prosthetic we can make one so it's not you and that debate of just being like I don't know maybe can I see the prosthetic does it look better like right yeah I mean yeah yeah. (laughs) I was like that's just so beautiful between that and uh Stephanie and then Jennifer Lawrence in her movie this summer we also get a beautifully uh, if, if anything, hers, her bush was almost too nice for me. To, I was like, I can't suspend my disbelief. No one's running around with a bush this manicured. <laughs> um, but it was the summer of full frontal, uh, and that's great. I'm, I'm not surprised that you guys obviously handled it very professionally and lovely, and I really do love that the person gets to choose. I wonder if that's like that all the time. Like, if it's somebody else's butt, do they get to choose the butt model? I think it's uh, depends on their contract and what they have in their sort of nudity clause. I believe sure. I, most of the time, I think the the director and you know they'll they'll probably give them the leeway to choose. Um, especially yeah. if it's like a little bit more, you know, salacious. Salacious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, she picked great. Uh, literally, gasp, laugh out loud during the whole. <laughs> Especially, well, we're not here to talk about Joyride, even though I would love to talk about it for the rest of uh, my life. Uh, we are here to talk about two very, very equally important hills. Uh, which one of you would like to go first? I like that you said they're equally important. I mean, I don't know. They are. They both, they have equal significance. In, and, and, and both are, it, it, speaking of salacious, guys, I can't believe you're coming on with these takes. Do you want us to each say our our equally important hills, and then we can we can then choose one? Because cherries, I believe, is insane. Um, <laughs> you know what? Then, we'll, then let's just start with cherry. Cherry, uh, would you mind telling us what your hill is? Yeah, Doritos are not good. <laughs> cherry, I, I really have to assume that you're going to end that with like some Tony the Tiger, like they're great. Like <laughs> I, I don't don't like them. <laughs> Don't not a preferred snack. It, wild. Which it, it, is basically any other. So cheese. many kinds of Doritos, though. Thank you, Wait, Teresa. Can we talk about? Here's the thing. I don't. Okay, so actually, because I I don't like regular Doritos. I guess is it just a like? There's a kind of thing as a regular Dorito, and I definitely don't like Cool Ranch well, Doritos, and okay, I don't so know bad. any other kind of Dorito actually. So maybe there's a Dorito that I haven't tried because I'm just not aware of the flavor, but like, I don't like standard flavor. So I, I was had, like, I had I remembered that just because you're writing partners does not mean that you're together a hundred percent of the time. I would have made, you we're roommates, me but I don't eat our Doritos in the yes, kitchen. But I would have made you come like over that. in LA and we oh. would be taste testing right now because oh. the purple oh. Doritos are fucking heaven. And Wait, I, there, I actually there's don't purple know. Ones? Yeah, there's purple ones. I can't, there's like the bag the is purple or the bag chip? is purple. Oh no, no. The bag is purple. I, again, oh. I'm going to call them red, blue, and purple. Uh, oh, okay. Red being classic. Blue Red's being normal. Blue's, okay. I don't even really know what purple is. Hold on, but hold what on. flavor is purple? Pur- wait, hold on. Purple Dorito bag flavor. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning. Sherry, do you yeah. like sun chips? Spicy, I like sweet some... chili. They're spicy, sweet chili Doritos. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. That seems like they're 
they're just trying something else that I don't even that I'm like even less interested in although it's working so well although like because as a as a flavor I'll eat other spicy sweet chili things I get you know what I mean I'm Thai so that's like right in the flavor profile but I I don't I like hot I like flaming hot Cheetos for sure wait what what was wait now I forgot the question oh (laughs) like sun chips I like some flavors of sun chips. I like normal flavor of sun chip. I feel like yeah. there's like sort of a cheese kind of one that I don't like as much. I, I'm with you on that one. I don't love it as much, but traditional sun chips are fucking heaven. Okay, I have to know what is your villain origin story? How did this become so serious that you needed to bring it on the pod? Like, have you been getting attacked by the <laughs> Doritos no, aficionados? Is this a personal between you and Teresa? What's going on? I don't think we, I I don't think me and Teresa ever knew this about, you know what I mean? Like this has never been discussed. Here's the thing. I have not been attacked because I would say that just most, like I'm aware that it's an unpopular opinion. Like most people just like Doritos and they just move on with their lives and they like Doritos and moving on. And I am usually not in a situation where it has to be like proclaimed that I don't like them. Cause like <laughs> if you're at a party or something, you just don't eat them. You don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, you're but not... you're ready to come forward and be proud about this take. <laughs> yeah, because it's just been my whole life. Like I didn't like them when I was a kid and it was at someone's house or in a lunch or something. Like I never liked them. So I was, but yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it's common knowledge. Cause it's like the, just the, con- it, it, it never comes up basically. <laughs> I'm I'm also fascinated and I'm a little relieved to know that you're not completely insane. There are chips that you will eat. Oh, I'll eat so many chips. I just don't. <laughs> just wait, 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 Cherry, though. I, I do want to ask, yeah. have you, you ate Doritos as a child, didn't like them? Have you tried them as an adult again? Yes. Yeah. Just because, again, they're everywhere. And, and it's just like, I guess I will have them. I'm just like, no, I still don't like them. Oh. Do you remember the first time eating a Dorito and is it tied to something traumatic we can get into? <laughs> oh, see, here's the thing. Maybe it is because I totally don't remember. I just remember, you know what I mean? I remember they were around as a kid and I was like, yeah, I don't like these and <laughs> moving on. But but I, I genuinely, I mean, if, if we had those black mirror, like Google glasses things, it would be interesting to go back and see the very first time. You know what I mean? But I'm just like, I couldn't tell you. Well, I also just love this childhood. Like it was the nineties. So like for me, I'm assuming probably for you guys too, early two thousands, like late nineties of, of der- being oh, children sorry, go on. <laughs> when we were being pumped with like all sorts of chips for the most part, but like, it was never just Doritos. Like, so I like, no, that's what I'm saying. There's always reason. options. There's okay, like, okay. there's, so, there's so many other things to also eat that this was never a problem. Like this is not a problem in my life. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It's not, but I'm just like, I'm just like, but you know, there, I don't like them so unpopular let's do it yes (laughs) okay I was hoping this was like your slumdog millionaire moment but the answer was no I mean it had that's it's literally uh, alas I don't even think I've I don't even know that anybody else that I've ever met ever is aware of this fact (laughs) literally it might might have just come up for this oh yeah it's special Teresa how are you feeling about this new knowledge about your uh roommate my roommate <laughs> well obviously i'm gonna only buy doritos now for my my roommate cherry um i i i find it um interesting because i think cherry is i'd say like an adventurous eater or, or not adventurous but like she eats she eats she doesn't have she's not I'll a eat pick, stuff yeah she's not a picky <laughs> yeah. eater, and so that's why i find it like really fascinating not adventurous um, enough to come to copenhagen but exactly uh, <laughs> not adventurous <laughs> But um, I I find it really funny and 
And I want to dig deeper into the idea that maybe like a bag of Doritos slapped her across the face when yes, she was five. It's possible. I don't know. I just don't know. It's like something it happened. So like traumatic that she was like, I hate Doritos. Because like yes. I can understand hating like smart food or even Doritos 3D because really? that was insane. Yeah, yeah. That was smart crazy. food's weird. It's like very, it's got a very distinct taste. Like Doritos are so benign, you know? Janine, right, yeah, yeah, are you, also are also built like strategically to take advantage of taste buds. Like they yeah. are so bad for you because they are built to like manipulate your taste buds into just wanting to continue to eat more and more and more. Like from texture to flavor, it's like bananas if you look into it. They're all they're they're very bad for you. So, <laughs> but that's and that that shit works on me, by the way. Like those lime chips, like the oh, the chips that have it. like the little yes. green powder. Like I fucking yeah. love those. I'll eat a bag of those. Like yeah. it's just. You know, because it's, I don't know, it's a different flavor. It's I not also, Doritos flavor. I also love the villain origin story where it was like your first kiss and this person just tasted like nasty ass Doritos or something like that. <laughs> oh and then and oh, left gosh. you for somebody else. And now, and now that's the evolution. We're, I mean, we're, gonna, that, we're gonna land on it. We're gonna brainstorm until we land on until you would, have your that actually, now that's I disgusting. Go, that's so gross. That like I, that's I actually legitimately that don't you think that's even for someone who likes Doritos, that would be so unpleasant. That's so like, horrible. Oh. <laughs> that is like the most yeah, exactly. For the lover of Doritos, I'd still be like, oh. Ooh, yeah, I don't know about this. <laughs> Any strong flavor when someone goes in for the kill. I mean, my husband even occasionally, like peanut butter is my favorite food, but occasionally he'll come give me a kiss. And I'm like, did it have to be 13 seconds after you swallowed something? <laughs> like, I can't. There it is. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I can imagine with Doritos, that would be a rough one. All right, well, then it's not that because it sounds like you'd remember or that would have triggered some. Memory. I would, again, I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, you said you love Flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh, did you see Yes, this is not afraid of flavor no i haven't seen the movie yet i should because that's exactly you know what i mean like i feel like i saw the trailer and like (laughs) or whatever exactly i would see i would see the flaming hot movie if there was a doritos movie i would not see that so no thank you we're on strike against exclusively the doritos movie in the making Teresa, have you seen it i have not seen it but i yes i would absolutely support it you know the the funny thing is i i i find cherries take crazy of course because doritos uh you know a, a very popular snack i'm also not a snacker so i but i will eat a couple of doritos if they're around i'm not anti-dorito but i'm not a snacker in general so yeah you're a three meals a day exclusively type of i am uh i am a like my snack will be like a full lasagna kind of person, <laughs> you know okay okay that's fair i i think i'm the opposite of like Instead of having like a full dinner, I feel like I will have, uh, you know, a bag of chips and then like leftover poke bowl. And then like later I'll have a bowl of cereal. And then after that, I'll be like, I'm hungry. And like, there's some chicken that I'm going to just eat straight out of the bag. Um, so I'm definitely a snacker. Jerry, are you a snacker? Oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just eat whatever at whatever time. I like to eat 24 seven, basically. Apparently. <laughs> I'll have meals, but also snacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also never quite got over the whole, like, I feel like there was a whole, like, do not eat pets, like 8 PM type of thing. Cause eating before bed is bad for you. And also you sleep worse, but I cannot sleep if I'm not comfortably full. Yeah, it intellectually aware that it's bad for you to like snack late at night, but like love to have 
a little something necessary. It's also bad. It's 11 p.m. Let's have something. Yeah. (laughs) But also, by the way, it's like I'm also very bad at sleeping. Listen, I've these are problems I've created. Like, yes. And if you have insomnia, you're not supposed to maybe eat dark chocolate at 11 p.m. I don't know. You know, I'm like, like, is it my own fault? (laughs) She's like, probably. What if Doritos was the key to you sleeping better? Would you? Yeah, no, if you, 100 million percent, if you told me that Doritos cured insomnia, I would eat as many, I, I'm fine. I would You'd do it. I, it. Because develop that is habit. more important to me, yeah. That's okay. the more important to you yeah. than standing up against the corporate Dorito. <laughs> yeah, I would, it's like medicine, you know what I mean? I would just be like, I, this, you know what I mean? Like, if, but, but if I can fucking drift off to sleep and stay asleep, I, I would eat it. I'd eat Cool Ranch well, Doritos every night. I'm, have you ever tried it? Maybe that's the, it, maybe <laughs> I someone would have to have done a study that actually tells me in a convincing manner that this would work before I surprise this is the study you've signed on for guys oh my god did you publish we're gonna reconvene we're gonna reconvene tomorrow to see how you feel after housing three bags one red one blue and one purple right before bed right three full-size bags that's what we're gonna start with and then exactly. I'm just fucking 10 hours straight. Of, I want you to, oh I God. want there to be like, I still don't want there to be Dorito on your hands as you're falling to sleep. Like that's how fresh it had to be. That's part of it. Need like you need, you're not allowed to wash your hands. You, you have to go to sleep in, in. The dust helps you sleep. The medical journal, the you know, American medical journal to, uh, to publish the study. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if that, if that's, if that's what it takes. Listen, speaking of doing things, if that's what it takes, if anyone wants to pay us even $3 to continue this research, buy us the Doritos. That's how far we are in the strike. We will split the $3 among us. Yes. Yes. Doritos um, Company, do you want to fund us? Actually, we can't pay you because that's unethical. Teresa and I get $1.50 each, but you're okay. an amazing. <laughs> but then I, I get to know. sleep. So to me, that's that's worth a lot. <laughs> so true. Does it, uh, does it affect your relationships if uh, someone that you love is comes forward as a Dorito person like is it something I don't, where it's so bad you can't be near the smell or like <laughs> Dorito breath I don't know that it's ever really come up I'm like I'm literally trying to think of like how often have Doritos actually been anywhere near a household that I've been I don't know I don't think it's literally have I gone my whole life with that yeah I don't know I, just, I don't I don't it's never it's never it's never been a thing what if you have? Really? What if you're having a dinner party or a watch party? Will you buy Doritos for your guests? Ooh. Um, I know. I guess, like, if I'm hosting something, I would not choose to buy a Dorito unless a guest was like, "Hey, can you make sure there are Doritos there?" Like, if I am just picking, <laughs> if I'm like, "Here's here's the spread for the party," I would not purchase them I to feed them to other people either. Party. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, you know what I mean. It would someone would have had to go out of their way to request a Dorito, or else I'm not. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> good good question though so okay okay slowly but surely working that initiative into into other things uh <laughs> Teresa is there a snack that you can think of that would really that's like your least favorite food that everybody else loves again I'm not a I'm not a big snacker um so or I food in general like food mm-hmm. genre I feel like everyone has like one or no, something you, that I, you I, love I, to eat or drink that nobody else likes I actually have a lot because I, I I feel like I'm actually a picky eater, which is why it's so funny that Cherry is the one who doesn't like Doritos. So um, and that you're being flown internationally to attend. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a total food. <laughs> Are you going to eat everything at Noma though? That's the thing. Absolutely. If it's at Noma, you'll eat it. Like oh, like you like any- if yeah. yeah. Okay, thank God. 
I, I, I went to Japan with my husband um, and a couple friends and my husband is the pickiest eater ever. And we were at some of the most gorgeous, delicious restaurants and he eats like a freaking seven-year-old and he would just look <laughs> at them and be like, no, thank you. I was like, no, you have to put oh, it yeah. in your oh. mouth. Like put it in your mouth. Yeah. Or don't say a word, pass it to me under the table. And I'm just going to eat for both of us. Like yeah. I, I can't, I cannot fathom. So you yeah. would, if you were at like a Michelin restaurant, Cherry, and like someone threw Doritos on top of something, <laughs> it, you know, and they were like, we promise it's good. You'd, you'd turn your nose up at it? I guess I would eat it in that context. Because I also don't really like uni, but sometimes at a fancy omakase when there's like a little bit on top exactly. of something else, I'll just, I'll just eat it and be like, okay, you know. Yeah. So I guess that's, I guess I would yeah <laughs> I love the idea that you would do it for uni but not Doritos I know, I know. Well, <laughs> the idea that Doritos is at a, Mich- a fancy Michelin star restaurant is- I know listen you don't know like you're like you're I the said, one going to Noma it could happen like you're, you know what I mean they're about to happen. close like they're just like you know it's like we're gonna send this all Doritos dust yeah in insane also, style also I fully like just watched the bear and by watch the bear I mean all of it season one and two this week because we're on strike oh. and that's what would I do with my yeah time that's what happened and was can't believe how behind it great show like feel like a complete like I'm like guys did you know it's so good everyone's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if, have you guys watched it and I've you know, seen. I'm on episode eight of season two. That's where. Okay, that's okay, the last okay, thing. Okay. Right. Yes, uh, Teresa, same. Which I was so confused by because after the first couple episodes, I was like, the drama is literally like the oven's off. I don't get it. And then by the end, I was like holding my breath and loving every second. But there is an episode. This is not a spoiler, but it's called Omelet, and she makes an omelet and she puts like cheddar sour cream chips on top of it. And granted, she doesn't serve it at the restaurant, but she gives it to somebody, and it looks fucking dynamite and like so artisanal and it made me realize like cooking can also be dumb good cooking can also be dumb it doesn't mm, always have mm-hmm. to be it doesn't always have to be like elitist ingredients for it to taste super bomb oh for sure mm-hmm. yeah so, 100%. please do me a favor ask the chef um before or after the meal probably after so you don't get escorted out if they've worked with doritos recently i will i mean <laughs> Teresa, any snack, any food that came to mind since you're since you're kind of picky? You know, I I don't like cooked salmon, but I will eat raw salmon like in sushi and stuff. Fascinating. Yeah, so that is one. Um, Is it a texture thing, or is it just that when it's cooked, it's usually like like a taste thing? I'm I'm, I like I will eat it at times, but I'm not like I'm not as big of a fan of it. Yeah, I don't love celery. I come on and celery yeah. is a vehicle for peanut butter nobody really wants celery. I mean that's crazy yeah that's a hill I will die on that it's no that you're it's not it's just a, it literally tastes like nothing it's a it's a plate it's a yeah. plate that you eat yeah and then you get those like strings those celery strings oh. stuck in your teeth celery is not I would argue celery is not intended to be eaten by human no it's beings. crazy it's, our teeth it's, have right like beyond it <laughs> Um, who was the first person who decided they were like this is going to be good let me eat this celery like no yeah and then and then kept doing it yeah you're so right everybody else was like hunting and foraging and bringing back like berries and people were like (laughs) and then some guy was like it had to have been like like the chief's son and so they were all like yummy good job ben it has no nutritional value all it is is nothing nothing Oh, it's nothing. Hilarious. And I also that's don't great. like oranges. 
oranges. What about, <laughs> no, even orange juice, orange. I like orange anything? juice. I like I like the flavor of oranges. I really love a fresh orange juice. Eating an orange and having the little white part, you know, that you have to like, yeah. I hate the white yeah. part. It just ruins the entire orange for me. It's the, the what if like at a fancy yeah. restaurant, they do that thing where it's like segmented yeah, they, for they, you? They, they, uh, whatever. Yeah, they take it up. They make it a little. Yeah. A yeah. little. Yeah. No, that's fine. I will eat that. Okay. But the, the white. will like it. It's just if you have to peel the orange yourself. So basically, you don't like a peeled orange, but if you I have like don't orange like slices, the smell. soccer. Don't like the smell of a peeled orange. Don't like when any when someone's peeling an orange near you and you have to smell that, and then their hands are smell like orange. I hate that. Fascinating. So, so, and also, is there a villain origin story with this? Is there someone in the writers' room constantly peeling oranges that you're? I feel like everyone in the writers' room is always peeling oranges. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) It's so funny because I try so hard to be a respectful eater because I know that like everyone is so sensitive, and I honestly can smell nothing. My husband makes fun of me for it, so I would for sure be the person like microwaving fish and not knowing it was a thing. (laughs) But in no universe would I feel like. An orange would be offensive, but good to know. <laughs> again, I, that's just me. I don't, I don't get mad when other people are peeling oranges because, again, it happens all the time. So many people are always peeling oranges. Not me. I like it. See, that's <laughs> so that. To me, I. that's nice. When someone else peels an orange, I'm like, mm, the room smells like refreshing. It's you like know, citrusy. so it's, it makes me yeah. happy. It makes yeah. up for the fact that it otherwise smells like smelly writers or like Clorox bleach or like exactly <laughs> she, exactly like to me it, it, right it's a, it's an upgrade from from standard writer's room smell so fascinating I'll take it well when you guys are uh, co-running the show that you create uh, from the comforts of your apartment your joint apartment <laughs> um, you guys can decide what the rules are on oranges together and I look forward to seeing how that's mm. handled oh yeah oh the uh, kitchen yeah the kitchen supplies that that's the pile <laughs> this is going to be the crafty the crafty <laughs> and, and the etiquette the etiquette rules well Cherry how are you feeling good and dead on your hill oh oh I di- yes yes I died I died hours ago yes any, I've, any I've last died. words yes. you want to say to the Dorito loving community or the or the lesser known Dorito, Dorito hating community to let them know that you're here for them there's just so many other options literally get to a flaming hot like there's so much other <laughs> stuff you could try instead so you know I, like, I wish with all my heart that you were here to try these sweet and spicy chili ones because they fucking rock and I <sighs> just think you need to go have some before bed tonight and then let us know how it goes um, <sighs> but fair but fair but I respect it I respect it I gotta respect it you know? uh, especially taste induced uh, since I also feel like I can't make fun of people's taste in food or they're going to make fun of my taste in music and I feel like musical taste similarly you either like it or you don't and there's just like nothing you can do about it <laughs> wait what are we what are we what wait what now I'm curious like is there something that you like well, that obviously Taylor, oh, Taylor. Well, yeah I'm in my Taylor shirt I mean yeah I, I yeah but like, that I feel like pop yeah just like basic girl music you know but yeah you wanna, we're writers you want to like you want to sound cool you want to like be in the know but there's literally nothing I can do about the fact that I like or country I'm sorry I'm from the Midwest I, I went to school in Wisconsin. Fucking love yeah. country music. That's fine. Thank, thank you. And you know what? Yeah. So is your hatred for Doritos. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but you know what's not fine is Teresa. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Teresa, I'm fight. very excited to get into it. And also so confused. And, and I have so many thoughts and feelings. Uh, Teresa, would you mind telling us what your hell is? Yeah, the hill that I would die on is that I believe space is dumb. I don't 
think that we should care about <laughs> outer space. I think it's so overblown. It's like, yeah, the stars are up there. Look at them. They're nice. But then stop thinking about them. Stop <laughs> thinking about the planets. You know, like anytime someone's like, ooh, did you know that like Jupiter has, uh, you know, a hydrogen core? I'm like, I don't care. What does that have to do with me? It has nothing to do with anyone. No one's been there. Prove to me that Jupiter exists. I can't, you know? <laughs> oh, you see it in a little telescope. Well, first of all, people have been to space. India was on the moon last week. So I got to stop you right people there. People have been to the moon, but no are one's been to Jupiter. Okay, okay. No I was like, Jupiter. are you a moon truther? Are you about to tell us that you don't believe? <laughs> really amazing that someone went to the Universal lot in stage 47 and you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. I believe that people have flown to the moon, but I'm also just like, why? Like, what is there on the moon to see? It's like, it's nothing. There's nothing there. It's like, oh, I want to go travel to the middle of the desert. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, why go to the moon? We have other <laughs> problems. We need to take care of our other problems other than like shipping people into space is my thing. Okay, okay. Several takes I want to get into. The first being that I, I can't disagree with you that like, it, but you know, when billionaires do things like, you know, the, we'll figure things out just by calling it a wash here and going to travel space. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? Give us your billions and we will figure out how to make our planet habitable before you do something stupid that i that i'm not going to disagree with um also lamar woods has a great episode about how he thinks we should just let billionaires go to space because why not um so, so if you want to talk billionaires i highly suggest going to listen to that um so but it sounds like number two you're you're saying as well that uh it's not space that's dumb itself it's space exploration and that no one should be fascinated by this thing above us I mean, I'm not saying no one should be fascinated. A lot of people are fascinated by dumb things all over the place. <laughs> you know, it's like, and space oh, I love looking at like insects and stuff. And it's just like, okay, or birds. And I'm like, so insects and birds also dumb. Also crazy. <laughs> like, just why? I mean, but I, I sort of understand that like, you could be fascinated by insects because you can literally like touch insects and birds and whatever. Like they're here in the world. You can experience them. Your people are literally like, oh my God, Pluto. I'm fucking obsessed with Pluto. And you're like, why? We you will never go there. All you can do is like look at Pluto from afar. Maybe. Can you even see Pluto? I don't even know. I can't I, I don't know that much about space. But it's like, who cares? I need to know these Pluto heads you're hanging out with, first of all. <laughs> they sound fun. <laughs> Uh, second of all, my husband literally came and got me out of bed yesterday to show me that uh, you could see Saturn, I guess. And it was like, oh, he was like, look at the full moon. And then he was like, and look to the left. And it's like, looks like a star. And he was like, that's Saturn. And in his head, this was like so romantic. And I was like, okay, yeah. I'm sleeping. Like, I'm nine months pregnant and it's really hard. Never wake me up again. <laughs> but instead I was like, Wow, babe, Saturn. So I'm not going to tell you that it's not always cool, but I, I happen to think space rocks because I, well, I actually, I don't think it rocks, but I respect it. I'm scared of it in the same way that I'm scared of the ocean. It's too big and we know too little and going there just seems too dangerous. Like we saw what happened in the submarine. We saw what happens like nine out of 10 times. We try to shoot someone into the air. Like 
it's crazy town. <laughs> I see. I am all for, I totally agree with you about the ocean too, but I'm like, at least the ocean is here and we know it and we could do something about it. Space. I'm like, whatever. You're not going to get like, you can maybe eventually get someone to like the bottom of the, or uh, whatever, like explore more of the ocean, utilize the things in the ocean. Cause we can actually like take things from the ocean and like feed people or whatever. Well, apparently um, we might be able to do that with space too. Just saying. No, I mean, water on Mars. unless the aliens are like, oh, we've got a bag of Doritos floating out in space. <laughs> okay. So moon landing, not real. Aliens, real. Aliens with Doritos, <laughs> aliens, real. Absolutely real. Moon landing, of course, real, but you know, I'd like to pretend. Wait, so you I'm... still aren't fascinated in space knowing that we could encounter extraterrestrial life? Um, yeah, I mean, look, like people are just, there are things just out there, man. It's like, great. <laughs> just live and let live. <laughs> let them go. Let them, let them chill. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Do you have a villain origin story? Like, was there a moment that really set you off where you realized, like, why are we talking about this? Or why is someone doing this space is dumb? Have you felt this your whole life? Is it new? I, I don't think I've ever had a you know, like when, when you learn about space or like planets as a kid, you know, yeah. you have to make a whole little planet thing and whatever. I just was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, fine. We'll do it. And then, you know, I have to memorize all these facts about the planets and like science class. And I remember like, you know, th they're saying these facts about these planets, like, oh, you know, uh, again, I'm, I'm just making these up because I don't even know what, I don't know real facts about planets, but like, <laughs> uh, Neptune uh, has an atmosphere fully made of nitrogen or whatever and I'm like yeah. again who is saying this no one has been there <laughs> like how do they know because NASA <laughs> my answer to that is because NASA so but it like, sounds like you just don't believe the scientific research we've done on I'm sure it's real I'm sure that they, there's a reason or whatever but they're like the temperature on the surface of Neptune is minus like 845 degrees cent like celsius or whatever i'm like and you're like that's and none of my business <laughs> who cares <laughs> yeah exactly and i don't care uh that's incredible um, about something important to me <laughs> so basically you would you have liked space back in the day when we believed that everything revolved around the earth and not the sun <laughs> so it would become more pertaining to Teresa I no I mean it's just like it's nothing outside of the world we live in I'm like yeah sure the sun it's important because it like you know gives us vitamin d or whatever and the moon is there but <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's nice to look at but then everything else I'm like, I don't care. Where are we at on astrology? I don't care about that stuff. I mean, I, I definitely like know that people, you know, are really into like, you know, moon, whatever, fucking your signs and shit. But I'm like, again, don't care. Don't care at all. Like yeah. if someone wants to read you your horoscope or if it's like a blood moon, you're not like attending any, any witchy. Great. Love that very much. Um, also, uh, I do have to tell you, this is on your side. Uh, I laughed at this hill title because I think space is fascinating. But then I found online a BBC article from not so long ago titled, Why Astronauts Get the Space Stupids? 
And I was like, oh my God. And apparently it's a very common thing for astronauts to report feeling like extremely disoriented or like a feeling like they're upside down, even though they know they're not. And it's like, oh, I can see things oriented. And essentially like as they go higher and higher into the atmosphere, they start to get like hallucinations and things that they call cosmic confusion. So they have like literally coined it space stupids because they're like, yeah, something up there is making us dumb <laughs> yeah don't go there that's literally like <laughs> we're not supposed to go there stop going there <laughs> incredible uh, I love that very much uh, how do you feel about space content like you know are you a Star Wars fan Star Trek fan okay I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> um never seen Star Wars I've never seen Star Wars but uh but okay, I me neither but you are now like the fifth person on my podcast who, who's confessed this and it is keeping me it is giving me life like, I, I absolutely thought I was alone in this world. And turns out there are so many of us, most of whom are working writers who have never seen it. Yeah. Wait, have you, I'm sorry. Have you, have you guys had the opportunity to see it and then you turned it down or just like never came up? Well, I feel like you know I mean? in this world, the opportunity, you know, exi- well, I, I saw Star Wars. Well, I'm saying like, oh, someone in the house, like if your husband was like, let's watch Star Wars. And you're like, no. Or no, if he yes, was like, let's. Yes. Okay. 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 Yes. <laughs> uh, he, he, he did during the pandemic when I finished watching all the content that there is to watch. Uh, he did say, let's watch the first one, which is like the third one or what the fourth one, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, four. let's watch yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. And I was like, I want to be part of the cultural conversation. Let's do this. So we like, I love to love things. I hate hating things that other people love because then everyone gets to talk about it and I don't get to be a part of it. And I agree, Teresa, I like when things are about me as well. And so I, I agreed to watch it. I agreed to watch it. And I just remember being like, I understand logically that this was you know a big feat of filmmaking at the time but right now it's like pew, 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 like gun <laughs> sounds and like the Darth Vader is just like a mean British man in a helmet like what's happening and then I will say after two hours I finally looked at him and I was like when is he gonna say Luke I am your father this movie is so long and he was like that's not this episode and I was like I'm yeah out. I'm out if I have yep. to watch more to get to Luke I am your father I'm I'm done. Um, Teresa, you've never seen even even one? I've never seen any Star Wars. Um, yeah. I, again, just no interest in, in... In space whatsoever. What I will say, uh, very off-brand for me, though, I did watch the entire series of Battlestar Galactica. Okay. <laughs> yeah, very, Aggressively in space. Aggressively. Yeah. Yes. Famously. <laughs> yeah, famously. <laughs> Um, and liked it and I liked it I liked I liked that show yeah oh well there you go interesting how do you feel about do you feel betrayed that Cherry has written for Resident Alien a show about and and the Orville Cherry loves space oh shit yeah Cherry how are you feeling how are you feeling I I mean here's I I've known for for a very long time that Teresa does not buy into space so it's it's you know what I mean this is (laughs) This is old. This is old news for me. So I'm just like, I feel the same as I did, you know, like three hours ago. But but yeah, I'm I'm like my favorite show is Doctor Who. I love a space. Yes. You know, like let's okay, get great. let's get out there. Let's get, you know, aliens, the other planets. I'm I'm into it. Yeah. I'm I, for I it. I would too. I have I have woken up at night and gone out to see like a fucking blood moon or whatever the fuck. And you're like, oh, same. you know. Same. We'll yeah, totally so. do that. Teresa, what would you do if the studio called and said, We want to make Joyride too, but it has to happen in space? Good luck, Cameron. 
Yeah, you're, she's out. She's, I'm out. She's so out. And that's, after, that's it. That's it. You don't even have a price. You're not even going to show up to the negotiating table, Teresa. Yeah, I'll be. I'll first be like, wow, that's the craziest idea I've ever heard in my entire life. Why are they going to space? Okay, they're not astronauts. Teresa, we're obviously shooting Vancouver for Mars. Like, we're not going. Like, you're going to stay here, but the idea is going to be, and I need you to suspend your disbelief. The script that you wrote unknowingly with Cherry uh, with these girls on the moon. Fantastic. Fantastic. The moon you What if they played squash? Like, uh, if they, the moon, what if they played squash on the moon and that was Joyride 2 squash really, on the moon? You really couldn't play squash on the moon because, like, your ball would just, like, fly off. and it they're, they're indoors because it's science fiction, not science fact. They are indoors in a special thing that happens just beyond the moon. So we're on the moon, but gravity works enough to play squash. <laughs> are, you are you saying in? this because Teresa has a love of squash? And this I do might love be- squash. Yes. But, yeah, she loves squash. So I'm like trying to see does squash trump space? Yeah, but but <laughs> does her love of squash trump her hatred of space? Well, her love of money obviously doesn't trump her hatred of space because if they're offering you a second feature film and we're watching, yes, yes, I I I don't know honestly if they started playing squash in space. Yeah, then I might be interested. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a squash camp in space. Would you get on the spaceship to go? You know, the, then I would, I would be, I'd be more curious about it. If you were offered a free ticket, first question, to space, yeah. would you take it? If, no. You wouldn't take it? If, if I was just offered a free ticket to be shot into space. I would to go, space. like, see the moon. <laughs> not just no. alone, but like, like, you know, they're starting these tourist trips. To if anything, space. if would you be, would you want to do a free tour of like any place in on the ground? You know that that's like tour is going to be shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like, I don't think it's a shit tour. I think it's a bunch of billionaires who get to fly up and like see what it's like up there for five seconds and fly down. Okay. Okay. Well, so you're often, it's like, it's like one of like, it's, legit. it's not like a discount, like sign up for a free walking tour. You're going oh, on okay. legit. Oh, by the way, I love a free walking tour. I did one in Copenhagen. But I will say, I will say, yeah, no, thank you. I don't want to go to space. But you will go to space for the right squash competition. If maybe, but I'm, you know, I just, it's, it's too far. It's probably like a long trip. Like (laughs) jet lag. I have a lie flat. I don't know. (laughs) Great question. I really don't know what the accommodations look like, but I I feel feel like like we could negotiate them into your contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. WGA has to fly you business class internationally. (laughs) So I would assume they have to have something if they're flying. I need a business class space seat in order to even consider it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's in your, it's in your contract. This is what we're negotiating for right now. This is why we're on strike. This is why we strike. Yep. (laughs) I mean, everyone's all this talk about AI and minimums. And I just need to know what my, what my seat's going to look like on that spaceship. Do you happen to feel the same way about the ocean? Did you say that? Yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't feel the same way about the ocean because, well, I would be scared to go into the ocean, yeah. but I feel like I would rather have people explore the ocean versus explore space. Interesting. And and because you think we can get more out of it or just because mm-hmm. you think it's less dangerous or... I think it's probably still very dangerous, but it feels like you can actually like get things from it more easily. Oh no, man. Going all like the way fish. down there sounds fucking scary. Oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go either. Like fish. 
Yeah, you <laughs> somebody somebody else go to the bottom of the ocean and grab a fish. You know, yeah. whatever. I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, looks great on you though. Take the red lobster submarine down and get some new kind of fish. You know. <laughs> I love that. So, so for for Red Lobster's menu, we're down with this travel. What if we found out that there was a special type of space lobster? Do you like lobster enough to go down for that? Honestly, if they found out there was as any anything in space that was worth eating, then I'd be like, oh, interesting. But there's nothing out there. You can't. You don't know that. That's why we're tra- discovering. That's but why we know there's stuff to it. eat in the ocean. There's nothing to eat in space right now. <laughs> you don't. I would argue you don't know that. And the deeper we get into the ocean, famously, the less stuff there is to eat. All the good fish are close to the sun and vegetation <laughs> that we can eat. So I, but, I just feel like. But have they even taken anything from the like moon? Did they? Did they try to eat a rock? For instance, no, I'm just thinking like, what if we find like a whole new genre of space cattle that take up less space, but like, and like, don't it's have, not even close, have they're brains. not even close to being able to find stuff like that. At least you get like a nice little kelp or something in the bottom of the ocean. You find like a nice little weird looking. I don't know if you would find kelp at the bottom of the ocean. I don't know if it can survive without that far away from the sunlight. There's a lot less down there. And, and we know that, but what we don't know is what's in space. <laughs> There are no cows in space that you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> there are, so there are aliens, but there are no cows. No. Guaranteed. Guaranteed no cows. What if the aliens were like a delicacy? Would you eat them? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> if you know that's what? what's on the menu in Copenhagen is alien, where what are we talking? I, I'd, I'd be willing to try it. I'd be willing yeah, to try too. it. Yeah. It, I would be a little nervous. I'd be like, his brothers and sisters know, and they are going to come after us. Yeah. But luckily, there are no aliens or things that we found in space to eat because they find nothing up there that is worth <laughs> saving or eating or anything. It's it's a wasteland. I think it's just so hard to get up there that our we barely we barely cracked the surface of what we can discover in the many different infinities that are out there. Cherry, how do you like two people who don't know much about space talking about space when you famously write for space shows? Here's the thing. You can you can write for a space show without knowing that much about space also. So I'm just I'm right there. I'm right there with you guys. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's the beauty. That's, that's why I like when you said science, science fiction. fiction. That's you can fact. you can just make it up, guys. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like uh, make up the name of an alien planet. Just pick seven consonants you like and put them in a row. You did it. <laughs> no research necessary. So yeah, incredible. I, don't know. I know listen, nothing. When when I watch Resident Alien and there are space cows coming in space cattle um i'm gonna know and uh, i'm gonna be okay with it so feel free to add that into tell nasty that that's my pitch for season three oh um, yeah be, we would make them tasty too that's what we do so yeah of course you would oh i love that show so much <laughs> yeah because you can just make it up because it's not real <laughs> but you don't even like fake space star wars is fake space <laughs> unless it's Battlestar galactica so that's you, so specific like wait so, does that mean you would watch the because there was an old Battlestar Galactica like would you watch the original Battlestar Galactica no, no. it literally only has to be this okay <laughs> like, 
Is it because you're just you don't like old stuff in general? Like it's hard to watch old things because I don't like watching old things in general. I mean, I know as a as a fan of cinema, I suppose it's helpful to watch, but I don't like. I'm not a historian. Yeah, (laughs) or an astronaut. (laughs) Or an astronaut. Put me on the ground and let me things in the ocean. (laughs) And Cherry, would you respect Doritos more if you found out those came from space? Oh, no, that would not affect my opinion of them whatsoever. Wherever they come from, I just don't like the flavor. (laughs) Teresa, would it affect your opinion on space if you, would you respect space more if you knew that it created Doritos? Actually, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's useful. Like, oh, then space is useful. All we need is one edible, one edible proof. So we should argue that people should keep being fascinated until we find edible proof, (laughs) edible snackage proof. Honestly, find me some edible proof of anything and I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Right now, all it is is rocks. It's just rocks, like different kinds of rocks. That's just wrong. Tell me more. It sounds like you need to take a space class. And I also don't know much about space, but also, but there are some that are absolutely no rocks that are just made of like gases and nitrogen. Like there are some, they, there is water on Mars. So we know that there's some type of vegetation and the possibility for life to to live on there. So it's not just rocks, Teresa. <laughs> Like, oh, great. There's some gas, there's some water, whatever. It's like, bring it back. Have it be helpful. (laughs) Teresa, you've also done a phenomenal job of dying on your hill. Do you have any last words that you'd like to say to the space-loving or hating community? I mean, to the space-loving community, great. Go go forth. Keep loving the moon or whatever, or Mars. Or, you know, your precious H2O on Mars that (laughs) saved the planet. Um, yeah, no, I'm. I, I I I have a lot of respect for you. Just know that I think you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than the fact that it's stupid. Um. <laughs> uh, incredible. Um, listen, you both done phenomenal jobs dying on this hill today. Uh, dying on both hills uh, together and separately. Uh, and with that, I would love to read you guys your eulogies. You ready for it? Oh, this is going to be a, a shared eulogy just as it is a shared uh, writing team's apartment. It will be a shared <laughs> plot where you two will hold hands as we bury you together. <clears throat> We've gathered here today to celebrate the lives of Cherry Chiva Pravadamrang and Teresa Shao, who tragically died on two very important hills. The first being Doritos are not good. And the second being space is dumb. <laughs> Uh, Teresa and Cherry are survived by a number of wonderful projects separately and together, uh, currently including Joyride, which you can rent on demand. You can follow Teresa's legacy on Instagram at Teresa Shao. It's T-E-R-E-S-A dot H-S-I-A-O. And on Twitter, same handle, but without the dot. You can follow Cherry's legacy on Instagram at Cherry underscore Chiva. That's C-H-E-R-R-Y underscore C-H-E-V-A. Cherry and Teresa, we're very grateful for your time here on this podcast podcast and this earth specifically this earth which is also part of space may you rest (laughs) thank you thank you for letting us die on this earth which is the most important part of space woohoo 
guys. Thank you for listening to Hills I Die On. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review letting us know what you think. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Hills I Die On Podcast and on Twitter at Hills I Die On. Follow me on Twitter slash Instagram at I'm Taylor Cox. Thanks again for listening and hope to see you next week.